Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who is nude from the waist down and is currently using his boner to poke holes in donuts that's jeff clark i would love that job <laughs> and will be my boner transmitting to us from the peak of mount everest the bearded booger eating sherpa Known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Brat, brat. Jeff, you look very comfy in your cardigan. Why the fuck are you wearing a cardigan in June in Southern California? It's oddly cold today. Did you get a what is substitute it, teaching gig? Degrees? Good guess. Uh, let me look. Probably something like that, but it's like a windy 68 degrees. 64. 64 and cloudy. Yeah, it's 63 here in Studio City. Not it and I've never sunny day in sunny Southern California. And I've never uh, here. I've never bullshitted. I've I've uh I've softened up since moving out here. So if it gets below 60 or uh 70, I usually get cold pretty easily. Also, I have your standard white V-neck on. I wanted to switch it up a little bit and the only way I really was going to go about that was just adding something over the top, which is what I did with my cardigan here. I was thinking about maybe doing a wet white V-neck t-shirt contest, <laughs> you know, for the YouTube watchers. This, this fucking, uh, just my overall fatness and sweatiness combined with this cardigan. <sighs> I might heat up and yeah, it might get a little moisture on here. Hey, Hope uh, you're ready, ladies. Hey, YouTube, check out my wet melons. God, I, I was actually uh, looking at that Pornhub account somewhat recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Look at those melons. You're welcome. They're so You're wet. welcome if I point you in that direction, guys. High five me. What was that gross one you suggested? Like there was like a new term made up for like uh, vaginal secretions. Like Oh, I think that goombies. was a subreddit. Gruel. Gruel. <laughs> oh. Awful. Yeah. God, that yeah. sucks. Apparently, it's Reddit slang for female ejaculation. <laughs> they should have tried harder on that one. So, Jeff, I don't know. You you hit us Stands in the out. Easter egg that you've got. Uh, you have you have an issue to raise with me. I do, but we can save it. Actually, I think it would be better used in whatever review segment we're gonna do because it has something to do with like a movie review. Well, we can go right into that. I have things to review. Oh, all right. Well, kick us off, Shuddy. Um, I watched the Netflix true crime documentary. This is a robbery. Finally. Yes. Okay, I'm nervous. Was there a bunch of I crime? I enjoyed in that? it. It was about the Isabella Gardner. I can't remember the, her full name, but it was about a 
an art museum heist that stole $500 million worth of paintings, 13 of them, right? That's what the value is at now, Jeff. Does that sound right? Something Half like a that. billion dollars. Hundreds of millions. 13 works of art were stolen in March 18th, 1990, and they have not turned up anywhere. And the FBI thinks they know who did it, but doesn't know for sure. So and hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of millions of art got got taken, and none of it's turned up? Correct, including the only seascape that Rembrandt ever painted. So do you think it's something like uh, they they got all the art, the heist was successful, and now there's such a spotlight on all the shit that they stole that they can't move it, so they're just sitting on this treasure trove of paintings? Well, I mean the art that was stolen was never going to be able to be moved as far as selling it in any sort of legitimate fashion. It would all be black market. Um, and there's so well, many theories that either it was stolen specifically for a collector somewhere in another part of the world. It was stolen by the mob and they're just sitting on it to use as their get out of jail free cards. So one of them goes down. Uh, however, all but one of the mobsters they think was involved is dead. Mm. And that the other one, it, wait, isn't the other one, since you recently watched, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the other one like got significant like dementia and like, Oh well, yeah. Is that, is that oh, Rig- no, Rigatoni Tony? There are two of them that aren't dead. One's really old mm-hmm. and isn't talking, and the other one got released from prison right. like 13 years, years early. early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Somehow. No one really knows how, and there's like, a con- I guess, a conspiracy theory that he gave the FBI one of the, one of the pieces. Hey, I'll trade you back that, uh, that Rembrandt. Gave him some information for it, because, I mean, they're not... Like if they were found, if they were covered, it would be like on the news. Like it would. It be would be like talk the, about. Yeah, like it would be like if they found the DB Cooper money, it'd be a yeah, huge deal. That's why it's like the mafia bargaining chip theory or excuse is the one that I believe the most because like these works and this heist was so were so high profile, you you couldn't sell it really. Like the, you're, the market is so fucking small. You're talking about like maybe Arab princes, right? Yeah. Like plus those with- guys, if, if you're the type of person that's going to splurge and buy, you know, a highly sought after original work by a painting master, you can't flex your dick too hard on that. Like if I legally, if I somehow had enough money to legally buy a fucking Rembrandt painting and I hung it in my apartment, I'll be bragging to everybody. Everybody that came over, I would lead them right to it and be like, look at this. Rembrandt, original. I bought it. Sure, I live adjacent to Poop Slime Alley. Got a fucking Rembrandt. Look at How that. long would it take for some? I would rob you. I, me and Shuddy would have to rob you and, and murder you for this. But maybe if we didn't, if like, if you're just showing people or you put it on your Instagram, dude, someone's taking you out. Like well, someone. They're gonna have to get, to get through you. my Home Alone booby traps. <laughs> God, that would be awesome. That's like an interesting maybe. 
I don't know where it would fit though. Like, I don't know. It, you can't make a whole movie about it. Almost like a black mirror episode where one guy like puts his life savings up and somehow that is like, he saved up enough money where he can afford like a viable piece of art, but has to like fight off <laughs> crime, like trying to get his art for, I don't know how long, probably forever. But yeah, like that's the point of the whole thing is like, you, there is no market for it. Like, there's no legal way to buy it or sell it. And as soon as it shows up on Instagram, like the FBI, yeah. whoever, like, uh, like it's not even just the FBI, like Interpol, like all essentially like all uh, governments, like secret uh, or not secret, but like top notch intelligence, like communities are going to weigh in and be like, no, we got to get that back because it's like, Someone in the Illuminati was the original owner, you know. But that's that's also the flip side of that. Um, if let's say Rigatoni Tony traded a Rem- Rembrandt to get out of jail, wouldn't they want to immediately put that back in the museum? And then if they're like, "Wait a second, I thought that got stolen. What's it doing back here?" They would know that it was a bargaining chip to get out of jail. So what? So what? The first reason that they think that he got his sentence shortened was he snitched on, they think he snitched on the old guy and gave him up. Oh, okay. Because then, because the old guy got arrested and then within a couple of days of that, this other guy's sentence got reduced by seven years. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little sketchy. But they, so, I don't, they weren't ever able to find... And they the, tore this old guy's house and property apart looking for these. Like, they were saying, like, they were digging the ground. They were taking the walls in the house down. They're like, every time we thought we had found the last hiding spot in the house, we found another one, and it was empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like layers deep on this guy's hiding spot they were finding like trap rooms inside of trap rooms and like just whiffing like oh come on not in here either (laughs) oh man we found another fucking pile of his old cum socks in the drywall (laughs) pretty much yeah he would have like he would have like a third trap room like and it would have like fifty thousand dollars and a handgun it's like we found we found in the shed a false floor which then had dirt underneath it, which then led to a trap door, which when you opened it, there was an empty plastic tote container. It's just a, it's just a Polaroid <laughs> picture of him giving a predator. With <laughs> nothing but a handgun and some weed in it is what they said. <laughs> there was a handgun and some weed in this, yeah. in this Tupperware container that was buried under two false floors in the shed. What, like, <laughs> but it was also in a container that also would have fit a really nice, like part, like art, uh, a decent like sized painting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it would fit the Rembrandt they were looking for. So, like, wait a second. Did someone get here first? You yeah, and why would I mean? you, like, like, what's the story behind burying a handgun and, like, a couple nuggets of weed? Like, if the zombie apocalypse the zombie apocalypse hits, I'm going out to my shed, I'm digging through a couple layers of dirt and fake wood and trapdoors, and then I'm going to load my gun and, and get stoned and shoot zombies. No, there was definitely something... Yeah. Something there. And they thought, like let's just... Something. 
Well, if we just have this in here, it's going to look suspicious. So let's make it look like we're hiding a gun and some... And so other couple... illegal things. That's pretty. Yeah. That's still pretty stupid. <laughs> like put a couple vintage porno mags in there or something. Well, hey, I didn't want my wife to find these things. Like if it weren't for... Uh... If it weren't for like the the like the property that they were looking for, it being the art, like there is no way any not even like a, a normal warrant would have produced that kind of search, you know? Like it was like the fucking extraordinary warrant. Like we're looking for like Bezos's property. They like, said that they were that back this dude's there house three off the or ground. four times. <laughs> yeah, three or four times. Yeah, like they fucking like it, it was beyond a cavity search. Like they got underneath the ground and were looking. Like you know, yeah, they used ground penetrating radar. Like they <laughs> fractured his backyard. Using technology that I never even heard of. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah, opened the earth in his backyard and couldn't find anything. Like or couldn't find what they were looking for essentially. But um i yeah i think i give it a four two five or something it was interesting dude what did you and this guy he failed every question on the polygraph test every single one that the fbi gave him yeah like every single one yeah the uh the people who they brought on with like extra knowledge of the case of that guy whether it be lawyers or like former current fbi people were like this guy would lie for like the sport of it like he would just he would lie about everything. Like there was nothing. Like he had the most like like just like unusable uh, whatever de- uh, deposition or or whatever a testimony that there could be. Like this guy is the most invalid witness we've ever seen. Like he lies for the sport of it. Man, well, what what was your score, Shuddy? Uh, it was a it was a four. It was lo- it was a good watch. It's three episodes. It's not very not very heavy. It was very interesting. Yeah. All the little like theories that they put up and like the, co- the, the, the characters that they covered, I thought were interesting themselves. Like that guy, Miles Connor, who turned up to be like really nothing in the case itself. They just, he was just like a local, like art heist legend. Which well, is- he said at the end that he knew where they were. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Right, just all of these shady characters that, like, this guy is an art thief, like a legit. He got caught stealing a Rembrandt once. Yeah, his alibi for not robbing this museum was being in jail for another art (laughs) robbery. For another art robbery, it's a solid alibi. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like it's all a bunch of like, you know, career criminals and lifelong liars that are like, yeah, no, I have an idea where it is. Like, okay. Well, what do you think? Well, you know, <laughs> it's like, I can't tell you. Like, all right, man. But I, I, I enjoyed that documentary. That's, I'm happy that you watched it too. Yeah, I did. Uh, and I also watched Palmer on Apple TV, the Justin Timberlake movie. Hmm. Isn't, I... that, isn't he like foster like a kid or something? Yes. So he's just out of prison, uh, moves back home with his grandmother, uh, did you watch Ted Lasso? Yes. Jeff, uh, the girl who plays uh, the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Juno uh, Temple. For the like the, the up-and-coming star soccer player, right? Yeah, and then she ends up going with Roy. Wait, is she English? 
Yes. I like Juno was Temple. She, was she English in this? Uh, no, she was Southern. Gotcha. Damn. Um, she lives on a, in like a camper on the property and has a small, uh, you know, like a 10-year-old son. And she's a druggie and disappears. And Justin Timberlake ends up taking care of the little boy. Fisher Stevens directed it. I'm on the letter letterbox D page for Fisher it. Stevens did direct it. No white folks were in Brownface, however. He wasn't directing it in Brownface? <laughs> well, that's Too hard bad. to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which Dom and I did just do short circuit on what the fuck did I just watch, by the way. So it was Oh wow. Yeah, because I've 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 seen Short Circuit one, but I loved when I was a kid, I loved Short Circuit two. I didn't Part really fuck is, with the first one that much. Part two is much lighter, I think, and much goofier. And we're gonna be doing that one too because I love that one. Nice. Um the, it was good. It was good. But um it's a little slow. Like everybody acted very well. It was a very well directed movie. Like it was good. It was heartfelt. Um, but it was relatively close to the same premise as the Peanut Butter Falcon. Basic plot points. Uh, undesirable member of society takes on the care of someone else. Mentally uh, challenged person. Well, the child, no, he, he was bullied though, because he wore girls clothes and played with girls toys. Oh, oh, look at him. He's playing with Shira, not He-Man. Get him. Um, <laughs> perfect. But it was, it was good. I would say it's a 3.75. That's fair. Sort of you... like a, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. I was going to ask you about another Apple TV production. I wanted to get your interest in, or I don't know if you've even tried watching an episode of uh, Mosquito Coast with no. uh, Thunder Dick Thoreau. Is that how you say his name? <laughs> yep. Thunder well, Dick. Thunder... Yes, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Spelled... Thunder Dick is right. Thoreau? It's spelled Justin, Terex. but you pronounce it Thunder Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know who I'm talking about, though, yeah. right? Huh? Patrick Bayman's Kokomi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> American Pie. Nope, American uh, Psycho. What a, yeah, 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 yeah. Not American. I remember Pie, when sorry. Patrick Bateman fucks a pie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm interested in that, so I want to know if you guys have like a scouting report on that one. No, I did watch uh, a movie from our homie Mads Mikkelsen. I watched Riders of Justice. Did you? put this on the instagram or on your instagram you teased it i did yeah because i'm gonna google this i'm a big i'm a big fan of mads he's had like a bunch of movies come out recently but a lot of them are danish and this one went up on on prime recently i don't know exactly when i, I was just scrolling through prime and saw it suggested and i was like fuck yeah prime i'll watch that so it's it's the the trailer for it made it look like a, a dark comedy where a guy's wife is killed in a train accident and some other nerd who was on the train is like, I think this was a hit from a biker gang on an informant. And your wife was like collateral damage in it. And he's an ex-military guy 
and he's having a hard time dealing with the grief and his daughter is pissed at him. Um, so he's like kind of shifts all of the emotional baggage from his wife dying to tracking down this, this gang of bikers to kill them all. And what, what he, an amazing synopsis. I'm, I'm interested. And he enlists the help of these weird neurotic fat nerds. Well, they're not all fat nerds, but some of them are fat. They're all nerds. Uh, but it's like him, a relatively unhinged military guy with a bunch of dorks trying to take on a biker gang. It did the the trailer gave it more of a a little bit of a John Wick nobody taken vibe. And when I watched it, despite the fact that it was still still good, it was still really enjoyable. It didn't focus as much on the killing, and there wasn't as much action as I had hoped. It was more around the relationship of dealing with the the trauma with his daughter and these goofy nerds feelings and relationships. Yeah, it's I Jeff, want to see murder. Jeff's kryptonite. There's like feelings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, sentimentality. I hate that. <laughs> but I mean it it was it was weird some of the humor they went for. I was like, mm, this must be some Danish shit that I just don't get. But the the characters were very very goofy and enjoyable. But I, I maybe it was just because I was expecting something else, but of course Mads kills it. Always interesting to watch that guy do stuff. And overall, it was it was a 3.75. It was solid. I was going into it expecting like a 4.25, 4.5 dicker. But uh, still, still thought it was good. Did it have subtitles? So you do have the option, if you're getting it on Prime, for the English version or the, the Danish one. So you get to pick. Okay, but it's originally done in Danish. Yes, I, I I hate the dubbed. I would have to I would have to just soldier through the subtitles. But you know, I gotta. It's got to be a minimum of four dicks if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put up with subtitles. What did you say it was again? Three point seven five. I don't know Matt. why he's doing so much Danish shit lately, but like he's been putting out a lot of Danish stuff. And that move, but might have been my favorite movie of last year. Another round was in Danish. I, I have a theory, maybe. It has something to do with the COVID stuff and like he could get thing like he could have he worked in Denmark and couldn't work in Hollywood. Is there anything to that? There might be, but some of them are pre COVID. I, I mean that's where he I think he he got his start in Danish movies. So he has these well, he Danish directors Danish. that he likes to work with. And sure. this is this is one of them. Yeah, maybe he just you know, he really fucks with Denmark and just wants to like, you know. Likes, likes being like, in the motherland. Hey, he's passionate of Denmark like I am, like Long Beach or upstate New York. <laughs> I can't hate on Mads for that. I did notice, I went and saw The Conjuring yesterday, and I did notice, like, they're doing, like, a, quite the superhero movie or, like, blockbuster drop in July, right? Um, I know Black Widow's coming out in July, but there was something, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds... Has a movie oh, coming out. Oh, Free Guy? That's not like a superhero movie, though. No, but it, it is like a blockbuster. Um, or at least it's, they're hoping it's going to be. And there was something else that I saw. But, like, they're just getting they're just getting uh, right back at it with big movie or major movie uh, yeah, blockbuster yeah, I mean, releases. Yeah, F9 coming out in two weeks. Yeah. 
So I think this is the first Fast and Furious movie that I'm excited about seeing. Well, you're going to go see it. I think so. Why? Why, all right, why are you excited? So I always thought the, the Fast and Furious franchise was cheesy and never gave it any, any attention. And then when it started getting bigger and they're adding more bigger names and the stunts are just getting more out of control and it became less of like a racing movie and more of just absurd action... My, I, I talked about it before. My ex loved them. So she, when I think when Fast when Fast Eight or maybe it was Fast Seven came out, I got dragged to see it, and I was like, "Okay, these are fucking stupid, but I get it. Like these are fun watches. It's very, it's good. Turn your brain off, mindless fun. So I will watch Fast Nine, and I don't need to be dragged to the theater for it. Fair enough. There was a spot in the trailer where. He drives the fucking car off the cliff or off the canyon and I think catches it or it's already attached to that, that, that big rope or that, you know, that big string, whatever. And he's just like fucking, <laughs> fucking swinging across the canyon. It's just like, oh my God, they're really going for it. Huh? Yeah, I thought you were talking about the part where they drive a car off a cliff and then a, a plane with its hangar bay door open comes by and scoops it up. They catch a car with a plane. Wait, is that in the trailer or is yeah. that in the, the previous movie? Okay. All right. No, I'm talking about where it's on the fucking rope and swinging across the canyon. But yeah, no, we're saying the same thing effectively. <laughs> I saw it and like, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I almost came back around. I watched the first Fast and the Furious and I think the second one in the theaters. And I could have seen like one of the John or one of the Rock um fast and the furious is but the the trailer for this most recent one f9 was so over the top so ridiculous i was like you know what fuck it when movies are back maybe i'll just watch it like, yeah, why not why not <laughs> but yeah they've been holding yeah. on to all this shit for a while so they've got like yeah. a, a movie dump to just fart it all out i'm surprised they're still waiting until november for that new bond movie so, I, was, I was literally just about to ask you about that like why it isn't. I thought the bond was done, and they're just bond waiting to release it. Has been done. Yeah, it's been done for it a is, while. Right. Okay. Like huh. Rami Malek is a bad guy. I'm Bond villain. I'm I'm into that. I know you don't really like him that much. Black Widow is in July, so that's a month from now, July 9th. I'm not. I'm not super anti Rami Rami Malek. I think that could be a good role for him, and I could see him being good in that. I just don't like him as like a leading man or anything, you know, based on his acting. But is there a chance? I don't know. I always look for like ulterior motives or like reasonings behind when things are released. Like it couldn't, they don't like the guys at the James Bond, whatever the guys for James Bond, they don't see like a weak spot in the Academy Awards this year. And they're like going to for like award season. Or is it just like, hmm. I don't they know. About know that. Would you all right? Then would the guess be, or the idea behind it be like, we don't want to fuck with any COVID situation at all, and like by November we're Could good, be. like it's, we're good it's to go. Partially that, and I'm also sure you. I mean, we're just talking about how jam packed the summer is with fucking blockbuster movies. There's also some strategy probably behind it where they would rather get all the dollars than split the dollars with everything else. Yeah. 
we picked point, that yeah. November release date for a reason because there's probably not much else coming out then that uh, competes against it. Let's see. I am I am curious. So do you have what the hell is this one called? A good day to die. No. No, that's a Die Hard. Movie. Yeah, I think it's called Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's No Time to Sh- Die. Shuddy, can you October eighth? Oh, Dune okay. comes out the week before it. Then I mean, there's nothing else until the Eternals, November fifth. So they've got four weeks. Clear runway. Jeff, did so, you say you saw the new Conjuring movie? I did. Shuddy, do you have open seating or like full capacity at your movie theaters now? We do. We're 100%. The only COVID restrictions currently are masks for non-vaccinated here in Pennsylvania. Everything's back to normal. Gotcha. Yeah, so maybe like it's not set in stone when California is going to get back to normal. There's rumors that it's June 15th, I think. So maybe that's like furthering the strategy of James Bond, but didn't the conjuring like clean up this weekend, like make stupid money. Probably people love seeing horror movies in the theater. The conjuring franchise is big. I've only seen the first one. million. I like the first uh, conjuring. I, I never saw the second one. I, I have a feeling I could watch this new one and not be like, wait a second, what's happening? Yeah. It really took the sales out of A Quiet Place 2. Oh, that's right. Maybe Quiet Place 2 did really... What was that opening weekend? That one that was, was like, it, I think. The Conjuring no, was this weekend. No, like, how, no, 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 no. Like, first, how much did it make? The Quiet Place 2. I'm looking that up right now, what last weekend's total was. I did see something about how Cruella had like a massive drop-off. So, well, it wasn't as massive as A Quiet Place Part 2's. Last weekend, Quiet Place did 57 million. Cruella did 26.5. This weekend, Quiet Place did 19.5 million. And Cruella did 11.2. It's still pretty good money at a quiet place, too, though, through yeah. for the first two weeks. Honestly. Yeah, they already announced the third one. 88 million yeah. of it. I got to see that. Hopefully, my brothers really liked it. Hopefully, they liked it enough to go see it again because I haven't. I hate going to the theaters by myself. You see, and, I thought uh, that was going to be your gripe with me. I thought you were going to say you went and saw Quiet Place 2 and hated it. No. Um, no, my gripe with you is I feel like we can just talk about this now because I went and saw The Conjuring 3 uh, when the devil told me to do it or whatever. Whatever, <laughs> Conjuring 3. The devil I took saw my pants a- off? At AMC. And my big take here is I think you're far too negative on AMC. Um, I think... So the AMC in Long Beach, maybe the one by you is terrible, but the one that I go to has reclining chairs, reserved seating. Uh, they have a bar, like a full bar, um, and in-seating um, service. Those things, the bar and the in-seating service, are are put on hold right now because of you know the COVID stuff. They have sick concessions. Last night, me and my brother split a large order of gourmet popcorn half cheese, half caramel popcorn. 
it was fucking delicious. And <laughs> I just think like, I love the AMC. I really do. I really have nothing negative to say about it. And I feel like you hold it up to arc light. And it's almost like you holding an LA seven up next to like a runway model. and being like, you see, look at this ugly bitch. Like AMC fucking rules. And like, the homies Puminati are making money off AMC. I think a lot of them are like still on that AMC to the moon. Oh shit. yeah, I mean I, I have know no they made money. I have no issue with that. My thing with with AMC is, and my recent experience is like, um, you know the the Scott Pilgrim thing. That wasn't a bad experience. Uh, Quiet Place was annoying because nobody was keeping the fucking door shut. I feel like if you if you work in a movie theater and you're the the theater is. Or that that actual theater is right next to the concessions, and everybody's going to be congregating there and talking. And you have a quiet place showing. You might want to just fucking shut the door. Yeah, I'm not specifically focused on the quiet place. I just think over the course of this, like this podcast, and you being out here, you've been ultra negative on AMC, and I'm just here to stand up for them a little bit. You're being a bully, and I'm sick of for it. For someone. For someone who likes to call and thrash poor customer service representatives over inconsequential stuff, he's well, really giving you a hard time for your reasonably valid take on the AMC theater. Experience. The only, the the only, shit, the only thing that Jeff likes more than arguing with customer service reps is just disagreeing with me on anything. Yeah. Like Jeff, if I was like, you know what, The guy Jeff, who gives I, a movie a one and a half dick rating because the guy next to him smelled bad (laughs) (laughs) i never took it out in the theater though all right never if i if i took a stance and i was like you know what jeff i don't think you should let two dudes fuck you in the ass at once you'd be like oh yeah all right guys get in here listen i know you still don't understand this uh kevin but the beauty of this podcast is i disagree with your bullshit that's 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 what brings in the fucking numbers that shuddy's looks you just disagree to disagree yeah, but you know what? I've heard that before in previous complaints. The I feel like AMC AMC's popcorn is vastly subpar to what the ArcLight had. And what? it's more expensive, shockingly, because that was like always the knock on ArcLight was their shit was expensive. But Jesus Christ, after going back to AMC, it's like that was like discount night com- uh, by comparison. But the you know the 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 few times where a movie wouldn't be shown at the ArcLight and I would have to go see it at, at the AMC, it was a lot of the clientele too. The one movie I went and saw, this fucking Euro trash couple was wasted and just talked the entire time, like loudly, not even trying to whisper. And then some other movie I saw, this guy walks in with his fucking toddler kid for a 10 p.m. movie, wrapped up in a blanket, like he just yanked her out of bed, like oh dad wants to go see a movie, too bad for you. And the kid's, like, fucking crying and shit, and they don't even, like, pick the kid up and take it outside of the theater. A 10-year-old was crying in the movie? Ten? No, toddler. Oh, sorry. I thought you said 10-year-old. My mistake. Well, so that's I, uh, been my beef with I just, AMC. Just a string of I'm shitty s- uh, experiences. I'm seeing a headline that says that AMC theaters are raising money to buy Arclight. That's what are you gonna do at that spot in that position? Are you fucking troll? <laughs> what are you, that's what it's saying. It's the Los Angeles Times. AMC eyes ArcLight theaters. What about the Cinerama no! Dome? That's the headline. 
What do you, what do you, I mean, I'm just reporting the news. Son of a bitch. That was the worst case scenario. I mean, Mm. let's be honest. The worst case scenario. Why do you think that's a worst case scenario? Because they're going to take what was the greatest movie theater and turn it into another fucking subpar piece of shit. (laughs) That's my point, though. That's, that's the take. I don't think it's AMCs are subpar pieces of shit. I think they're pretty good. And you're just like, you're holding it up to Arclight's immaculate record. No one's arguing uh, Arclight doesn't kick ass or what the movie theater that was the Arclight that used to go to was awesome. No one's arguing that. I mean, I've been there several times. It's fucking great. I've only been there that once to see Good Boys or whatever it was that we. AMC is fine and. As long as they don't turn it into like a fucking, I don't know, a gym or something that is completely useless to you, I figured you'd be at least somewhat happy. All right. Well, not Kevin. Conjuring 3. So uh, I fell asleep like 20 minutes into it. I had a long day yesterday. <laughs> a lot of sports on. Don't have much of a review for you guys. Because I fell asleep, I can't give it higher than a 3. Wait, did Didn't you sleep really... the whole movie? Nah, most of it. It was really dark. It was a really, really dark movie. Yeah, and movie theaters I, sometimes do that. No, no, this is my even my brothers were talking about this. This is the few bit of their review or a little bit of the review that I actually listened to. But they said that the movie was like super dark. I even had like half a cold brew before going to the theater. I, I just had no chance. I knocked out. We had, you know, I had some in and out. I had a whole bunch of gourmet popcorn. So maybe I was just like too full and my little tummy shut me down but yeah i couldn't stay up for the whole movie so that's why a majority of my review was just like wasted on that that the the trailer shit that i noticed where it's like it feels like a whole bunch of blockbusters are coming out i don't know that's all that i really that's all that i really gathered yeah movie from what i saw was about a three dicker the dreams i had uh (laughs) 4.25 I just think it's ridiculous that they're all the whole conjuring franchise is based on a true story. And then at the end, I saw the end. Uh, this isn't, this isn't spoiling in any ways, but like in the ending sequ- ending sequence or ending credits, like they show footage and you hear like taped recordings of the exorcism they try to perform. And like this couple existed and they were on TV talking this shit. Like, oh yeah. I, I never, like, I don't know. I think I've seen the first two, actually, but for whatever reason, it never stuck with me that these guys actually existed. And on some level, this is based on a true story. (laughs) As you're watching it, it's like, what the fuck? Like, wait a second. You know, and I, I don't know. Like, I just put myself in, like, the jury's perspective or shoes, and it's like, could could I really seriously listen to a case made of, like, not guilty by demonic possession. Like, come on, dude. Oh, really? You and your girlfriend were there and you're both saying demonic possession. I, hmm. All right. What's your, what's your case? Let's hear it, dude. But what did, um, uh, what did Bill and Cheech think of it? Again, I didn't pick up much on the review. I think I thought it was fine. Like those guys are suckers about horror movies. I told you, and we've talked about this, how they do the every day of, October they'll do a new Halloween movie and or yeah new scary movies yeah so I'm with them they're I, just, I start in like August sometimes 
Yeah, no, yeah, same with them. So they're, they're just as much of a horror movie fan as you. So they would have a much better conversation with you about this. I think they kind of liked it, but also like accepting it for what it is. Like, you know. Like, well, I actually have, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I saw on my Instagram feed for any fellow horror nerds out there. So I think the story behind this is in like this early 70s, this organization commissioned George R. Romero, who did the, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, you know, the God Godfather of Zombies. He got commissioned to make a short film or something about elder abuse. So he put this thing together called The Amusement Park. And I guess the organization was like, yeah, this is not what we wanted, and this is weird and disturbing. And, uh, yeah, we don't want this. So it never got released. It got lost, and somebody found the original film print in 2018 and did, I guess, a 4K conversion or something like that, like a high-def transfer, and it's going to be on Shudder, the horror streaming service. I think it's a short thing. I think it's only like 50, 53 minutes or something like that, but I believe it comes out tomorrow, which is probably when the majority of people are going to be listening to this, so June 8th. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of interested in that. I don't know exactly how good it's going to be. Some of George Romero's older movies that were non-zombie-ish were a little weird and boring sometimes. A bit much. Yeah. I, I watched, I finally watched his version, the original version of The Crazies. And, you know, it was it was good. But a lot of those 70s horror movies can sometimes just drag on and they're not really all that scary. Wasn't The Crazies a recent, like, Timothy Oliphant, wasn't he in then, or Josh? Yeah. Timothy Oliphant from 2010, and I fucking love it. That's on my yearly watch when Halloween season. It is around. a good one, right? Love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So I remember having a good trailer, but I never saw the movie. What the fuck do I have coming from FedEx? Oh, oh that's right. right. He-Man toy. <laughs> that was silly um, of me. I, got a, I started a new series. It, it came what? out on Friday on Netflix. But I was camping, so I didn't have a t- chance to check it out until late last night and early this morning. But I watched a couple episodes of Sweet Tooth on Netflix. I was going to ask you if you had started watching that. So Sweet Tooth is based on a comic series by Jeff Lemire, who's one of my favorite comic writers. But at that point, when that was coming out, I wasn't too familiar with them. And I, I read the whole series as it came out, issue by issue. Um, I never revisited it, and the artwork was also done by Jeff Lemire, and while I love his storytelling, I'm not the biggest fan of his art, and I remembered enjoying the comic, but nothing too crazy. Like, I wasn't like, oh, they're making a Sweet Tooth series? Oh, I can't wait. It was just like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. But the first two and a half episodes I've watched out of the eight that are of season one, I'm, I'm into it. It doesn't seem like they're trying to be it's it's like TV 14 rating so it's not going to have a bunch of blood and violence and boobies not that the comic had any boobies or anything but it's a story of like a a big plague hitting and society crumbling and the plague also coincides with everybody starting to give birth to these animal human hybrid babies so some of them are born with like pig noses, elephant trunks, 
antlers, like Gus, who's the, the, the boy who's the main character. He has deer antlers and deer ears. So some people think that the hybrids are the cause of the virus and they hate them and want to hunt them and eradicate them. The other half think that the virus caused the hybrids. So it's just this post-apocalyptic world of this gigantic dude who takes the little deer boy under his under his wing to try and protect him. Uh, and uh, I don't know. So far, it's good. You know, a lot of times shows like that or movies with a child lead fall into the pratfall of a fucking annoying, unlikable, crappy acting child. <laughs> this kid's not very crappy or annoying. You know, I don't think he's going to be winning any Oscars, but... It's to the point where he's not annoying or distracting. I think they cast a, a good kid to play Gus. The the guy you that said the, it's, what's up? You said it's TV fourteen though, so it's not going to be gnarly at all. Yeah, the violence isn't all that gnarly. I mean, people get killed. He says shit, and you know, there's my, mild swearing in it. Right. But uh, the I really like the guy. I had to write his name down because I've only seen him in like a couple things. British dude, Nonzo Anozi. Is, is it, Jeopard. Would it be? He's like the big giant guy who is who's his protector, and that guy fucking kicks ass. He is awesome. Would it be better off if it were more violent? Like, I mean, I feel like some some meat on the bone. I feel like everything is is better with more violence. Yeah, that and titties. I'm with you. <laughs> but I'm for what it is, some violence and titties. I mean, it's way better than Lock and Key. I'll tell you that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, Lock and Key was such a disappointment because that's one of my favorite comics of all time, and they just made some CW kitty bullshit nonsense with it. But Sweet Tooth's good. You know, Will Forte is in the first episode, at least, and he's really good in it. Nice. Uh, the I don't even know how to accurately describe this other than it's very colorful. Like, they clearly did some post-production color treatment to make the colors way more vivid, and it looks dope. It's vibrant. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a vibrant thing. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know if it would be a Jeff show, but I have a feeling it's a Shuddy show. I was going to suggest to Sharon that we watch it tonight. I'm a stickler. Hey, we all watched one show. Uh, did you conclude Mayor of Easttown, Shuddy? No, I have the last episode to watch. Isn't that where Damn. we left things last week? I was actually, I was at the end of the fifth episode last week, not uh, the okay. sixth. I was incorrect. Well. I just don't want it to be over. That's kind of. <laughs> All right, well, we'll kick it my issue. That's why I have the last episode of that, the last episode of season two of The Mick, the last episode of the most recent snowfall season. I don't Jesus. want them to be over. <laughs> Shuddy the Saverer. What's the Mick? It has Caitlin Olsen in it, right? That's the from It's Always Sunny. Oh, that's the one where isn't she like a drunken housekeeper or something? She's like a complete mess. No, she's a drunken aunt (laughs) whose sister marries a rich guy and they have three kids. And she goes to the sister's house to try and swindle money. And the SEC arrests the parents. And she gets stuck taking care of these three bratty rich kids. Nice. You guys but can't I, hear any okay. jackhammering, can you? Nope. No. Man, these motherfuckers, I, I was trying to sleep in today, woke me up at 8 in the morning jackhammering in Poop Slime Alley. 
It's 2 p.m. now. They're still jackhammering. It has just not stopped. You got to get out of Studio City, I think. I know. It's time. I'm, I'm reaching PA. my boiling point. Go to Hermosa, dude. Live near your Maybe I'll ask Jason me. if I can live in his theater. Yeah. Okay. Can <laughs> I rent your theater, please? Can I, can I sleep in your cold plunge a couple days a week? <laughs> uh, real quick, because we still have a bunch of things to get to. I we we did launch Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition on our Patreon. The Master Chef watch along got a ton of positive feedback. We we put that up on the the five dollar tier. Wasn't we didn't have like a a real set format other than we're just gonna watch the show, meet up, and talk about it. And it ended up being over an hour long. So the Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition episode is longer than the actual episode of Master Chef itself. <laughs> But we got <laughs> a lot we of knew was gonna happen. We got a lot of comments from people saying that they had never watched MasterChef before, and people wanted the full experience, so they started watching it. And they love both. They love Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. They love MasterChef. People like were texting me, emailing, commenting on the posts on Patreon. I think we got. I think we got a hit. So I am gonna be putting uh, like a little three minute clip at the end of this episode. After the Easter egg. So if you're just watching this on YouTube, you're going to have to download the audio podcast. But stay tuned after the Easter egg to get a little three-minute preview of the show. A teaser. A little yeah. crafter Jeff teaser. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I, I, I can't wait to listen to this teaser. They, <laughs> you don't put the, the pyramid in there, do you? No, no. The pyramid <laughs> seemed to be the biggest hit of, of the whole show. So the pyramid is staying behind the Patreon wall. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to do it like Hollywood trailers, where we give you the good shit up front. I don't think uh, I did the. No, 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 no. It wasn't the. It wasn't the the pyramid. I'm, I'm reading a few of the comments on the Patreon post of the Crafter Jeff episode. Apparently, we have more chicks in the Puminati than I even realized, huh? At least on the Patreon. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, we got a lot of coming out the, the woodwork. Uh, what else? Canadian oh, wives. Speaking of the Puminati. Puminati elite member, living legend, voice of God Mike, a.k.a. Deep Voice Mike. I don't know who you're talking about. Is he still alive? I haven't heard from him in a while. He made us a new song parody. Oh, baby. Which is about to be debuted. So he wrote in an email, Guys, I was inspired after listening to some Yacht Rock. And came across the classic Hall Notes song, She's Gone, and felt it could use a little Puminati touch to it. If you haven't heard the original, I recommend you give it a listen. But until then, this will have to do. I hope you enjoy it. I, <laughs> Wait, Hall and Yotes, or Hall, Hall, and Yotes, Hall and Oates is technically considered Yacht Rock? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they're like I actually, a pillar of Yacht Rock. I had no idea what Yacht Rock is. I, I fuck with Hall and Oates. Oh, me too. I wake I wake up every eater. Yeah, once like once every few weeks, I'll wake up and just be bumping Hall and Oates on me and Allie's walk. Dude, Hall and Oates kicks ass. I fucked up and missed going to see Hall and Oates and Tears for Fears perform live in L.A. Yeah, you fucked up. (laughs) That's like that's like the one of the few concerts. It's fully acceptable for white people to dance at and dance poorly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no criticism. It's like a fucking. 
It's like uh it's a guilt free zone and the tears for fears and, and Hall and Oates. Yeah, it's like a Chappelle Man. comedy show. Everybody has to put their phones in a sack when you enter. <laughs> so you can't yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what happens at Hall and Oates stays at Hall and Oates. Any <laughs> <laughs> you fucking crackers better roll. And I'm a b I like She's Gone. That's an awesome Hall and Oates song. So I can't um, wait for this. Oh shit! I hope the levels are are okay on this because I'm just playing it from the iPad. But uh, here you go: the world debut of Shuddy's Gone. <laughs> uh, what this happened? was sent recently, right? This wasn't. Yes. This isn't from. No. no, no, no. This is this is a recent one. It hasn't been buried in the emails. <laughs> Shuddy boys kissed at Jeff and Kevin Illuminati's messing with his money So this is referencing all of that Alright Shuddy, hold on, gotta rewind it Sorry It is kind of quiet for me, I have to listen back Hopefully it's not the same when the podcast, I'll have to listen back I can, I can boost it in post Alright Getting stupid and trolling on a Discord <laughs> in Cincinnati. Oh, this cannot be. He's gone. Oh, I, oh, I, I better learn the face. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, I, oh, I, I think Dr. Steve will replace him. He's gone. Oh, I, what went wrong? <laughs> Nice. For whatever reason, I'm picturing like Dirk Diggler when he's trying to get his music career off the <laughs> off the ground, and that's like a hybrid of Dirk Diggler, the musician, and Deep Voice Mike and his fucking biker shorts. Two fat swinging dicks making music. <laughs> two, yeah, two half man, half dicks. I really enjoyed the harmonies on that. That was great. He dubbed he dubbed himself right. Yeah. <laughs> Double tracked himself, man. Good, good stuff, Deep Voice Mike. Thank you. Yeah, you've done more for this show than I have already. Yeah, I wish I wish I had more to report on and bring to the table for my camping uh, venture. Probably better that you didn't. You're you're not single, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so I guess your your camp your romantic getaways with your girlfriend are less eventful than your romantic getaways with your mother. Just too easy, Shuddy. Just too easy. Serving on meatballs. You suck. <laughs> he really is. Just fucking throwing beach balls to Albert Pujols. Well, the only thing that was eventful <laughs> about that. about the romantic getaway with my mom was that it wasn't supposed to be, and we showed up and we're like, oh shit, this is a fucking place for couples. No, that's true. But yeah, yeah. like well, I, I'm I just I I I gotta get better um about fucking up, you know? <laughs> I like usually I feel like pre pandemic if I went camping, I would come back with like a snake bite on my nuts. You would have at least you would at least have poison ivy all over your body. Yeah. Are we saying least. you're maturing? You're maturing. No, I just have to get better at being stupid. You're less clumsy. Maybe. Do you think you were trying not to be stupid in front of her? 
No, because so it was it was on an R it was an RV park. So I, I'm so it's sure Nomadland. That that was my biggest fear was that it was going to be Nomadland and it was just going to be like a big open parking lot, and we're just staking a fucking tent out there amongst people shitting in buckets and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, you were in like were, was it an actual like camping resort like camping campground? It, so you were in the woods ish. I don't know what it's like out in L.A. Okay, Damn. so it was in Anaheim. Me neither. And it's at an RV park, so it was it was big open grassy field with you know big trees scattered about, and we were towards the back, so we had you know wilderness behind us. There was like a barrier of bushes and trees, and you could see a creek through it. So there were lots of animal noises. There were tons of hawks, and we heard coyotes barking because they got a kill, and they were calling over their homies. So it was wildernessy, but I mean, the last time I went camping when I was a kid was full blown in the fucking woods. Um, you know, you had to get a big one of those plastic jugs of water, hang it from a tree, stab it with a knife, and stand underneath it, and that was your shower. This place had a bathroom. I have never been camping like that except with Boy Scouts. Whenever my parents took me camping as a kid, we always stayed at a place that had at least running water for a shower. They were communal, you know, they were like community showers for the campground, but there were still showers. That's kind of how these were. Um, like they, they had the, there's a fairly big property and one part was only RVs. And since we had a tent, my aunt and uncle had an RV. Well, like a, a camper, I guess. We had, they, they were like, okay, well, if you guys are putting up a tent, Make sure it's behind the camper so people don't have to see it. <laughs> I guess they didn't like the the cross the cross breeding because then there was a section that had a whole bunch of people in tents and just this big open grassy part. Then there were cabins that looked like they were from Friday the Thirteenth. Then there was a ropes course. Now we're talking. So I see this ropes course and I'm like, oh, there we go. Finally, a chance for me to do something stupid and hurt myself. And girlfriend's into it she was like oh fuck yeah let's sign up so we go over there and they're like yeah we're booked up for the next three months so i couldn't even hurt myself on a damn ropes course for the next three months yeah i mean they're they only take people on the weekends so during the week it's just abandoned but they're like yeah we're completely booked up so we couldn't do that i can google what's a ropes course what is that it's like an obstacle course but just ropes yeah it's exactly what it sounds like it was very tall. Right. It was like perhaps 50 feet or, or taller and just had different levels. And, you know, you strap in on a harness, but there were like rope swings and little planks on pieces of wood. So, you, they, you know, they shook and I don't know. I was like, finally, there we go. There's my story. I'll finally go back to stupid Kevin adventures. Nope. The dumbest thing I did was, you know, I, I bought the tent and sleeping bag for us tent was a little tiny despite it being listed on amazon as a four-person tent definitely a two-person tent and uh instead of buying a mat to put underneath the sleeping bag i saw people use their blow-up mattresses and i was like i got fucking blow-up mattresses i didn't even realize that my blow-up mattress is a twin so my girlfriend i I could have told you that sleep on top of each other which was unfortunate. Yeah. But. <laughs> Your air mattress is definitely a twin bed. Yeah, so imagine sleeping two people on that. That was the most uncomfortable part. It also doesn't stay inflated very well. No, we had to give it a booster the second night. 
But on that, you probably should ask you... per, a, a person who sleeps on your air mattress how what if it would have been appropriate for you to take. I could have cooked up uh, pork roll, egg and cheese sandwiches. Taylor ham, if you will. Taylor ham, egg and cheese on a Kaiser roll for breakfast. Made up. Did you get by that through Gold Belly? No, I got it at the farmer's market. But girlfriend had never had Taylor ham, egg and cheese before. That was a hit. My cooking, my cooking got a thumbs up. So yeah, nothing, nothing really interesting to report. I know everybody was you hoping I'd get in front of by her, yeah. a cougar. No. Nope. Well, all right. I can't wait for that story. It's his pants in front of her before he farts in front of her. That's my handicap of the situation. It's not bad. I would take that bet. <laughs> there was no, there was no fart or poop. Drama, because almost ninety percent of the the places or the things that you do involve some sort of poop or fart drama. I mean, Sunday, the day we were leaving, there was something fucked up with the sewers, so uh, there was this disgusting smell of probably the worst sewer smell I've ever smelled in my life. Like I went to take a take a piss, and then when I went to wash my hands in the sink around the corner, it hit me. Like, I was like, ooh, man, someone must be having a problem with their shitter. It's like a Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> and then when I was washing my hands, it was in this ha- like hallway, outdoor hallway, and the wind blew the open sewer right in my face. Never have I smelled such a horrible shit smell. I ran away halfway through washing my hands because I started dry heaving. So you just must have never been on the uh, gotten off at the Parsons stop in Queens on the ENF line, huh? I mean, I I worked in New York City for five years. I I caught all sorts of interesting sewer smells and poop smells and disgustingness, and that this was one's the rankiest. Holy shit! It was it was like a chemical attack. I I oh, legitimately uh, twice, and then was like fuck this, and just ran away. So wait, how long were you there for? Two nights. And essentially all you did was just like sleep outside? Drink. Uh, played cornhole. That's not a euphemism. Played Yahtzee. Told stories. Just drink oh, and eat food. And went on a hike. But it was just you two? No, my aunt and uncle. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I had a, I had a nice weekend, guys. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'll try harder next That's time. That's cool. I'll try. I'll try harder. Don't worry. I mean, it's good, but it's not really good for content. I know. Uh, I'm. Here's the thing. I'm. I'm just. You know, the world's opening back up. I had almost a year and a half off. I'm finding it's baby steps. I'm finding my way back into my moronic groove that I used to live in. I'll get there. Come on. It's me. We're talking. I know about. you will. Hey, I Kevin. I trust you. Thank you, Jeff. That means a lot. So I feel like it's been a very, very long time since we've done this on the free pod. We do it every week on the Patreon show. But we thought it might be fun to bring back a little bit of uh, Shuddy's news. Let's do it. It's time for Shuddy Boys Fucking News. I just I had an overflow of articles and I thought we'd give you guys some of them. Yeah, Starting yeah. Well with taste. uh this PSA from the FDA. Uh oh. They say no vaccines? 
<laughs> no, that would be the CDC, the FDA. Well, I guess the FDA would too. They haven't approved it, right? That's what the anti-vaxxers would tell you. Uh, but the FDA <laughs> is warning that if you have a seafood allergy, not to eat cicadas. Bitch-ass Paul has a seafood allergy or shellfish. So I don't so think, I think he can eat, eat them. Eat... I don't think he can eat cicadas. Yes, you can. I thought it said if you have a seafood allergy, don't eat them. Oh, yes. If you have a seafood allergy, yes. But uh, normally other people could. But because the cicada is uh, related to shrimp and other shellfish, you could have a severe allergic reaction if you eat them. Because of the exoskeleton. Well, sure. Probably. I don't really know what cicada are. I don't really know what that is. I have to Google this one. Cicada. We literally... With a C. I I think you almost said all of those words in the exact same sequence when we talked about this the last time. And I told you guys there was a company that was selling seasoning you could buy to eat... to cook cicadas with. Wait a second. Are we talking about John Cicada, the singer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I spelled it all fucked up. Good thing Google <laughs> was able to catch it. Oh, God. Please, how did you spell it? S E C A. S E C A D A. You did spell yeah, it. I found it. Ow! Damn you, shuddy boy. <laughs> you and your fucking Scudagera background. Yeah, you did spell it like the singer, Jeff. That's awesome. Please <laughs> well, never change. That's why, you know, I really lean into autocorrect and all that I know stuff. that you guys don't have them out your way. They are pretty bad here. Are they keeping uh, you up l- at night? No, luckily, we do not, uh, because we are, I guess, I guess it's because we're in town, in town, you know, in as big of a town as Quaker town is we're like in it in it so we have none but if you drive five minutes in any direction they are deafening oh god damn it shut up cicada wait are we cicadas speak yes they speak they make noise they speak they make noise yes i'm sure you heard them no they're big i'm sure you heard them growing up in upstate New York. They happen every year, but this is the largest brood of them that's born. Because they're born in 17-year cycles. All right, Jeff, I'm going to help you out. Here is... When you find a new place to rent... Damn thing, fucking YouTube! Shuddy just swept the cicada category in Jeopardy. He's 17. That was the fucking... Their birth cycles or their generational longevity. So every 17 years comes a new You know what I hate about YouTube? You can never get what you're looking for. Where do you start? No matter what you type in and you're looking for, you're just going to find some dork talking about it. The fucking title of this video is Sounds of the Cicada. And it's just the sounds of this dork. Years underground before it comes out. So after about five years of being underground, this thing Fuck crawls you. out, crawls up you the tree, bearded virgin. sits there and kind of like a also <laughs> is here in Montana sometimes sing to find a girl they're after. Yeah, let's talk. About- okay, sounds of the cicada. Cool video. Just a chode. Is that Jeff the Nature guy? 
It is. That's the first one I watch. He says at the beginning, they're a real insect, I believe, as opposed to a fake one. Oh, thanks, you dork. All right, maybe this one will be better. <laughs> Hate that. Go to look for a movie trailer on YouTube, and it's a trailer reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay, you hear that noise, Jeff? Vaguely. I might have to listen to it in the podcast. Because I'm telling you, your iPod, iPad audio, excuse me, isn't... Oh, I hear, I hear a voice, a white woman's voice. You don't hear that noise? Yeah, it sounds like buzzing. I, I, I guess. I, I don't know. No, it's, to me, it's just like a fly. It's like a fly buzzing. I didn't know it has like a specific. I didn't know cicada was like a thing. I, I actually would have guessed it was a Japanese car. <laughs> You're like, hey, what's a cicada? Like, uh, so that's a four door Toyota, right? Toyota Cicada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This video I'm trying to play nature. has assholes talking over the cicada sound. So, yeah. That's all Don't it is. Don't eat them if you have a seafood allergy. They should just rename YouTube Assholes Talking. Actually, that would be a pretty good name for us, too. <laughs> that <laughs> <Yeah>. would be. <laughs> Whoa, wait, wait a second. You're, we're not assholes. We're gentlemen. We're gentlemen talking. Uh, Shuddy, you got any other Shuddy Boys fucking news teasers? I, I do. Do we want to... Uh, there are several world record stories I have for this oh. week. Do we want to dip into one of those? Let's just Yeah, let's just give one. Because it seems like, if, you, if you're not on our Patreon, weekly Shuddy Boy has some new world record news story. And they usually yeah, you, make me angry. Yeah, you get all bent out of shape about them. It's kind of funny. Well, guess what? It is not going to be any different today. No. What's this guy's uh, name? Is it I- Iowa's David Rush, right? It David is Rush. Iowa's David Rush. But I lost the article that I wanted to lead with. I want to keep the other one for Patreon. Because there's there's two David Rush articles this week. Oh, wow. This yeah. guy's got a hell of a fucking publicist. He must know somebody at UPI. Where did it? Oh, UPI sucks ass sometimes. I'm glad Up that's over is. with. So, I'm glad David that's Ru- over with. I won't. All right, so we're not going to go with that one. We're going to go with this other one. Good old David Rush. Now owns the world record for slicing grapes while standing on a Swiss ball. Fruit Ninja. That's kind of cool. Kevin. Which is, which, you know, a, a big exercise ball. What's your, uh, your knee-jerk reaction to that record? <sighs> the Swiss ball pisses me off. Like, <laughs> yeah. is there already a record for just standing on your, your damn feet? And he had to add a Swiss ball. What if it's a Dutch ball? What if it's a German ball? What if I stood on a chair? What if I was on stilts? Are these all new records? David Rush, you... Maybe it's like one of those things where... Like, if he makes the record first, everyone's got to chase that one. So there was no standing on just, like, ground, no standing on a chair. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to knock it out of the park early. I'm going to make the record that people chase... You have to be on a Swiss ball. Yeah, one great like, bitch. Well, he that. had that. The he set the first record for it. 
at 37. Okay, here's another important information, Shuddy, that could hinge on how cool it is. What sort of blade is he using to cut these grapes? Great question. Is it a ninja? Is it like a, uh, what's the Kill Bill sword? Oh, it is absolutely a samurai sword. Yes, it is. Oh, Uh, that it is a samurai sword. All right, that is cooler. God damn it. I feel like you look like and strike me as a guy who would own a samurai sword, Kevin. Don't I? And I don't. I mean, you have a you have a machete. Like, what are you doing? Why don't you I have a machete. Flip that. I the machete's a... for protection, though, guys. I have a K bar. That's also for protection. What's that again? The Rambo knife. Oh, okay. So it's got the serrated, big serrated teeth on the back. Yeah, the serrated teeth are at the bottom, and then a big fat blade up top. You have a, a modified AR-15 that you don't really tell people about. Sorry for pulling up. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually do want a samurai sword, but that's like the last missing piece to me just being the biggest your, bitch. Of your virginity. Yeah, and I can't. I can't, I can't complete the puzzle. That end of, of like a full-size fiberglass, um, like, hundred dollar lightsaber either one of those would complete the bingo and i can't do it you're yeah you're virginity infinity stone yeah yeah i'm I'm locked in i will never get pussy again at least not here at least not in this house that's the incel gauntlet for sure (laughs) thanos snaps his fingers is like like half the people on on planet earth's genitals disappear oh man (laughs) You guys want to guess how many grapes he sliced in one minute on a standing on a Swiss ball with a samurai sword? The other after I want to figure out because I have no like compass. I I don't even know like how much a samurai sword would go for. I feel like it could go for a couple thousand or you get it for like 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. I've looked on Amazon. (laughs) I know, you know, Kevin. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, I mean, you can buy oh, just like a cheap piece of shit one, or you can buy like a really well well made one that's you know super sharp. Or I mean, this was the route I was going to go if I never cared about having sex again. Was <laughs> buy like a relatively cheap one and then get a sharpening stone and sharpen it myself. But like anybody walks Here's into one a house on Amazon for forty four ninety five. If you walk into a house of a white guy and he has a samurai sword on like one of those little display handle things, you instantly know so much about that guy. Oh yeah. You're yeah. you're Gabe you, from the office. I feel oh, like sure. there's a much you have a that guy's a lot less likely to be like a violent incel though. You know what I mean? Cuz it's samurai I feel sword like the guy? violent I feel He's, like the violent yeah. incel guy can't afford the samurai sword or doesn't even have the taste for that. Like, yeah, he's not a violent incel. He's just an incel. Just don't make him pull out the samurai sword. Yeah, don't give him a reason to use it. <laughs> oh, man. It's a samurai sword slicing grapes. Oh, I have another important ball. question. Is he self-serving the grapes or is an assistant throwing them towards him? No, his buddy... Yeah, he's got a dude. His Jonathan uh, Hannon, his, his tag team partner and all of these. His, his hot stuff. dog, if you've yeah. been with us that long. Yeah. <laughs> his man boy. No, no, isn't it wasn't hot maybe I'm, I'm hot dog was Chewy Lee's sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was referencing. I got that right though, right? It's hot yeah. dog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. 
Uh, so was it? Wait, was it a minute? One minute. Twenty-seven. Beat. No, I thought you said he beat the record at thirty-five. Like All right. Original. So oh, Jesus, you guys need to pay attention. We he can't. originally set the record at thirty-seven, and another yeah. team beat that. So they were coming back to to take the record back. I heard you, Shuddy. You gotta listen, Kevin. God damn it, Shuddy's pissed. I'm trying I put to so much work into this, and you don't even fucking care. All Great. right, now Shuddy's pissed. This is a terrible teaser. Listen, for I'm shutting again. Here we go. Look, everybody, that Mike song. Everybody, we're gonna have to start a GoFundMe. Shuddy boy had to repeat himself. <laughs> he needs your thoughts and prayers. Uh, I'll all right. Since Kevin's a moron, I'm gonna guess <laughs> fifty-four. Okay, since Jeff's a moron, I'm gonna guess forty-one. Okay, well, finally Jeff was cur- it wins one. Got one it. out of every like eight. So you, the previous record that w- that David Rush and John Hannon beat was fifty-five. What the they fuck? did fifty-nine, so almost one per second. I mean, he must have just been like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're just like throwing grapes in the air, and he's just like fucking going nuts. Yeah, he was like Star well, Wars. A video. Would it, okay, would, would it be cheating if he taped two katanas together and used it like a Darth Maul blade? He's like, fram, 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 fram. Okay, so it's not nearly as exciting as what you say. This must be an actual decent sword because it's being pitched to him underhand and he's just going... Oh, like yeah. flick of his wrist. It's like he's not, fishing. There's no flourish in it. It's not out of controlled wild swinging. It's of course, just, this guy would find a way to make samurai swords uncool. It's just he's trying to win. All right. Or I wonder if he. Get, what if what if his hot dog took like handfuls of grapes and th- just kept throwing them? So with one swipe, he could cut multiple. And then at the end of the minute, they just counted the halves. Oh. God, that guy's a virgin. What a pussy. Yeah, and he's got it like... It's almost like he's like swinging it like it's his penis. It's like down by there, you know? If he had one. Well, he's got a girlfriend, right? They could he's scissor. married, I believe. You can marry yeah. a penisless man. It's true. That's true, yeah. You know, there's We don't know what her taste is like. All right, Shuddy, do you have any other news, or is that is no, that it? That was that was it. We'll, okay. we'll save the rest for Patreon. Subscribe, $5. It's a reasonable monthly fee for lots of content. Yeah, come hang out with us. Non-Patreon subscribers, get more Shuddy's news. Get some Crafter Jeff Shuddy edition. It's a party Crafter over there. Jeff. Which uh, could Dom perhaps... and Shuddy's toy ch- uh, Oh, no, that's not on the $5 tier. That's no. on the $10 tier. Go there. So you you should definitely go there. Yeah. Dom and I did an, with Mark did an impromptu trip out to Pandora's box in New Jersey again. Uh, to buy more toys. Yep. That's what happens at the toy store. In two weeks, we're going to uh, a massive He-Man toy store in Maryland. That's sick. All right. More content being churned out for the Puminati Patreon subscribers. Yeah. I've I'm very confident Crafter Jeff is gonna be the greatest thing this podcast has ever done. I mean it's off to a great start. That that first episode was 
was quite a strong foot forward, if I can say yeah. so myself. Good momentum. Yeah. I think you guys will dig it. Uh, all right. We got a little bit of time left. So why don't we fuck around with some... Oh, God. Ginormous dong. Nope. Not that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... Let's fuck with some ginormous dong. Voicemails. Yay. There we go. Okay. Who have we got? Where did we leave off? Oh. Shit. Um, I think this is it. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. Close. Hold on. Yeah. Damn it. It did that thing again. Okay. What's up, guys? This is Plamper. It's at 11.50 right now. Plamper. Just wanted to dedicate this chop to my boy, Goomer. Another chop dedication. Chop. He's chopping the smoke out of his bomb. That's the origin of that term. Chopper and Goomer. Yeah. You're a fucking pussy. Puminati out. <laughs> All right. Plant from Plamper to Goomer to Jeff being a pussy. Oh, this is a long well, I, one. I, I, wait, I was the pussy? Yeah. So Jeff, I you're a pussy. I thought he was talking to Goomer. Oh, I didn't hear my name. Oh, looks like this some person has some beef with me. Uh-oh. Yes. You fucking All right, Kevin. You, you gotta it. talk to your belt. Nuclear reactors, because they are the safest power-producing technology that we have at our disposal. And you. Oh, oh, wait a second. Okay, the safest. Like you can watch Chernobyl, and then think that's safer than solar, a a windmill, or or solar. (laughs) Come on. I'm not going to go at big nuclear over here. I have no idea. I'm way out of my depth arguing nuclear energy. I mean, what was the, what was the PA scientists. one? Was that Three Mile Island? Yep. And an earthquake annihilated uh, Fukushima. And oh, yeah. That was like recent, too. Creating radioactive fish in the ocean. Yeah, you might not want to lead with that one. I, 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 get the, I get the impression this guy's in the pocket of big nuclear, but... I think you're confusing that with Godzilla, though. That's what you're talking about? Wah, wah. Come on. Uh, stop being such a little bitch about yeah, Kevin. nuclear reactors. I uh, called in before because Jeff had a question about something probably when you guys were watching Chernobyl, and he was wrong because he's an idiot. Um, oh, look at, your, look at your homie, Jeff. I Hey, I stand by... His my defending him. I don't take that idiot accusation personally. And maybe big nuclear knows more about nuclear energy than you do, Kevin. But now your your stance thinking that, you know, A that we let some jamoke like you guys work at a nuclear power plant, and well that's just wrong. Uh to get my my unescorted access to the power plant that I worked at and still work at occasionally. I A, have never, like, if you've ever done any sort of illicit substance, you're disqualified. 
If you've ever had been arrested, you're disqualified. You have to take a psychological evaluation that's like 300 questions long, and if you fuck up one question, disqualified. Probably listening to your guys' fucking podcast should disqualify me, but you know, I <laughs> didn't mention that. I mean, I get America probably has a solid vetting program for people that work here, but if an earthquake hits one of the California power plants that are out on water, like all the vetting isn't going to stop a fucking earthquake. And there are nuclear power plants all over the world. Chernobyl almost was an, of a full-blown, complete extinction event because of just yeah, one, think- one moron in Chernobyl. I think you really hurt your case or argument that nuclear power is the safest of energy when you talk about all the things you have to go through in order to get a job dealing with it, right? Like <laughs> yeah. any fucking schmoke could sell solar power, uh, power windows or whatever the fuck those things are, panels, excuse me. <laughs> but, I mean, if you have to go through all this vetting process and you can't smoke a joint or else you could fuck up a nuclear power plant doesn't sound that safe does it but the ones that we have in the u.s are are very safe the one that i worked at in california i would say is one of the safest in the uh in the nation i devised i wrote their entire post fukushima program and ran that for over i don't know five years before i moved on to you know working on other plants uh designs so yeah, the Manhattan Project. I got probably, it. probably not really encouraging that one of your listeners uh, designed post Fukushima disaster recovery plans for a nuclear power plant. But rest assured, we're not a bunch of jamokes running around in uh, radiation suits like on The Simpsons. We're all generally very intelligent people. But then there's assholes like me that listen to you, dumb dicks, and get all offended when you uh, when you're afraid of uh, nuclear power. Luckily, there's none near you. None, if uh, the one up in San Luis Obispo went critical, it couldn't affect you. So you're all safe, except for Shuddy. I think there's two near Bethlehem. But best of luck, guys. Great show. Bye. Shuddy, you should try to convert your your house to nuclear energy. How much does it cost a month? Yeah. There are several. I think the... The nearest one isn't that far. Limerick Nuclear Power Plant in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. I believe is the closest. Oh, you're going to get all fucked up and turn glowy. That's near East Town, right? Oh, yeah. Right, right on the water. <laughs> it's 23 miles away. Oh, man, that is definitely radiation territory or radius you be careful buddy and then there's two in new jersey that are relatively close also don't worry they're they're safe yep they're the safest yeah it's those uh those non-moving panels you really have to worry about they're gonna get you uh oh i recognize this phone number mad scientist party hour What's up? He's talking normal. Arts, real true stoner in the house. Obviously, I don't sound nearly as silly. A little bit of a sick. My tongue is almost all healed up after my little procedure. Uh, thanks for the the well wishes for anybody who reached out. I appreciate it. But uh, 
So I was listening to, yeah, and I can't even believe I'm making this phone call. I debated on whether or not I should call and talk about this because, wow, it's it's silly and embarrassing. But so Kevin's talking about cum smell, the smell of cum on the Ella show. And I agree with you, Kevin. It's fuck cum smell. <laughs> it, fucking, it totally has a stink to it. Now, in a in a way too intimate sharing session that I'm about to have with Uh-oh. you and all of the Puminati. Uh, so I, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of, um, microfiber towels for my, uh, my, my, my pleasure time. <laughs> uh, they're soft on the old knob and, uh, you know, they're absorbent and, uh, to be honest, I, I get more than one use out of them. And, uh, oh, uh, it's a safe space. It's all right, I, Kevin. I Don't be like that. that. Uh, if I've used it a couple times and I go to use it again, sometimes it has kind of a, a smell to set microfiber towels. Now, uh, it's not, it's kind of weird because I definitely am a fat piece of shit and don't have the healthiest diet, consume a lot of sugar and shit like that. I swear that my jizz smells kind of sweet. And I'm not willing to like go any further than that to investigate said sweet You went aroma. far enough. But I Why didn't he, he ask have a uh, Mrs. Arts? Leave Nikki Dabs out of this. Sweet aroma, but I think Ugh. it does have a little bit of hint of a little some some something like I don't know if I'm shoot like if my load has got like a you know like a sugar content or something. I can promise you it's got a fucking marijuana content. I bet you I'm shooting like five milligrams, like <laughs> on the low end. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, sign me up for those edibles. I'm getting an idea what? for an Oscar punishment. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, come. Yeah, you got to chew on one of fucking Arts's cum rags. <laughs> yeah, you got to weigh in on this with some uh, actual investigative work, <laughs> taste tests. Totally smells. Um, smoke weed, I'm out. Yikes. Well... Yeah, let's just leave it there. Let's go to the next voicemail. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to attack that. I there mean, wasn't a question there. Was I, there? I, I feel like it's it's an absurd thing to say that cum doesn't smell. It's not like, like if I came in my pants or if I just took a shit on the floor of the living room everybody was in. Obviously, you're gonna smell one and not the other, but like, it doesn't change the fact that cum still smells. It's not going to stink up a room, but Jesus Christ, I don't want any like colognes that smell like cum. CK yeah, I mean, it's cum. not odorless. Yeah. And it's also not tasteless. What, wait, so was this, you had this conversation on the Ellis show and someone was arguing? Am I picking that up? Am I getting that right? Someone's arguing that there was an odor? Well, I, I mentioned about like something smelling like cum. And it's kind of like doing a show with a with a couple of Jeffs. Like, I, I, there always has to be anything I say, everybody has to rebuttal with like the opposite. So of course I said something as absurd as "cum has an odor to it," and then it just got turned into "oh, Kevin has stinky cum. My cum doesn't smell like anything." It's like, oh boy, here we go. All right, yep, you guys win. Cum is odorless. Oh yeah, yep. I don't. You never do stuff like that. You're just an innocent and just nice guy Thank to broadcast you. with. That's what I've been saying. Mm-hmm. I'm on your side. All right. Uh, 
Well, that's a good stopping point. Stopping point. We got to we got to Arts's Cum Rags. I feel <laughs> like we got Shuddy Boys news. We got a song parody. We got stories. We got reviews. That's a well-rounded MSPH. I don't think we're yeah, going to we top everything. We're not going to top Cum Rags. So, um, thank you. You really all. let everyone down by not shitting your pants or something in the woods. Hey, look. You know things are just getting started, man. Believe in me. It'll happen. It's not even summer yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. yeah. First week of June, still technically, we'll get there. <laughs> you'll you'll shit your pants by the end of July. <laughs> um, but if you need more MSPH in your life, please head on over to Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Check out Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, which there will be a three-minute preview of after the Easter egg. So keep on listening, and um, you know that's on the five-dollar tier, which uh, in addition to the weekly mini podcast we also do every week. And then the ten dollar tier has, you know, supermarket queefs, which we all participate in, and then all of our individual stuff. What the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? All of Shuddy and Dom's toy stuff, between two flushes, snack attack, Kevin's nerd hole. I mean, we have so much stuff up there, I can't even keep track of it all. So um check those out if you need more. If you want to send us an email, mad scientist party hour at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft, at Shuddy Boy, at Jeffro Records, at MSPH Podcast. Check out Jeff's other show, Fade the Media. Uh, if you want to watch the show on YouTube, it's YouTube.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you haven't done so already, uh, every subscription helps us beef up our numbers. And speaking of numbers, if you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck they're calling it these days. That's also a huge help, along with uh, any five-star reviews you want to kick our way. Shuddy, you got anything you want to promote? Oh, you oh, have an, shit-o sauce. You have an oh shit pyramid behind you. Oh, oh shit cool. It got lost in your just sea of collectibles, but now I see it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, shout-out to Kwame. Coming out with a beef flavor soon. Vegetarian as well. Already got chicken and fish, so check it out. Oh, shito.com. O-H-I-T-O. Yep. Yeah, promo code Puminati at checkout. That's and right. Good uh, call, Kevin. Makes a great Father's Day present. Ooh, hint, hint. Wink, wink. Huh? Meh. <laughs> All right, well, that's it, friends. But until next time, oh, something. Fucking plams. Okay. Woo. Uh oh. This gonna work. Yo 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 yo. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can't hear the shudster. Can't hear ya. You cannot hear me? Oh, no. Well, let's try this. Oh, this meeting was ended by host. Ah, podcasting. Yo, yo, yo. Now I can hear you. All right. 
I thought that might be because of um, me not having it set up right. Where is Dookie Plamp, the fart sucker? Oh, finishing a poop. Hop on in a sec. <laughs> Jeff, starting the show at 1 p.m. means you poop at 12.45. You don't start pooping at 1 p.m. Correct. We'll have to ask him about that. Why he thought if we're scheduled to start at 1, he would start pooping at w without enough time. It's almost like he has issues with his butt. Are you not using your HD camera? I No, I am. You look super recording in progress. Oh, got knocked out. I look super what? Fuzzy. Fuzzy. I wonder if it's just an internet thing. It could be. No, it's the it's the HD thing because it has the fisheye bulge like I'm filming a fucking skate park or skate park. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Dookie Ooh. boy. I do have. I got tipped off. We have a new song parody. Yes. In the emails. I was told to. Keep my eye out for that in case you forgot. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Deep voice Mike. I also over. have a lot of news stories. Just for wow. Shuddy Boys fucking news for Patreon? Well, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I don't know if we want to do a quick little two-story Shuddy Boys fucking news teaser at the end of the... Oh, I'm into that. All right, yeah, don't let me forget that one either. That'll be fun. We haven't done that in the free episode in probably like five years or something. Oh, sorry guys, I'm pooping out of my vagina. That's not what I said. You <laughs> added to my vagina. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, where are Fellas, how was your weekend? It was pretty alright. Pretty yeah, alright. Uh, Kevin, how was yours? You know. It's fucking whack, huh? I also have the yeah. Father's Day version of that Huffington Post weird gifts list that we did for mother's day all right nice. huh. did you want to save that for for patreon or do it in the main episode wherever you guys want to do it well i mean you are the newsmaster. i defer to your expertise well i mean i don't know that this is news this is just wacky wacky gifts that we can riff about Hmm. How did this happen? There we go. 
Fuck yeah. Got that new song email loaded up. Even though this iPad wants to be difficult and not load new audio clips, we will prevail. We will find a way around your bitch-assness, iPad. Pooh! You fucking income fucking poop! <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeff, you look so confused. I saw a trailer and a thumb. Well, actually, I didn't see the trailer. I just saw the thumbnail for a new HBO Max movie that's coming out in the beginning of July that I'm fairly interested in. It's called No Sudden Move. It's a crime drama thriller, according to IMDb. It's directed by Soderbergh, who, not that into, honestly, but it's got Don Cheadle, Matt Damon, David Harbour, Benicio del Toro. Ray Liotta. It's got, kind of got some heavy hitters here. I'm interested. I'm into that. It's a, the plot on IMDb says, or reads, a group of criminals are brought together under mysterious circumstances and have to work together to undercover what's really going on when their simple job goes completely sideways. I mean, hey, I, I I'll am give a, it a shot. massive fan. I, I, fucking love Benicio Del Taco. It, he is criminally underused. He should be in way more things. He and Don Cheadle are on the movie poster, so it would appear that... I mean, it is an ensemble cast. It looks like there's like fucking 11 or 12 names listed on the poster as well, but if he's like top billing or the, the feature player, I, I side with you. I think he's criminally underrated. You are a fart factory. He was really good as the wolf man in Pee-wee's big, uh, in Big Top Pee-wee. Totally. Yeah, that's a very Uh, forgotten role of Benicio's. That's on HBO Max right now, I think. Big Top Pee-wee? I think so. Hmm. Which I don't believe I've watched since perhaps my single digit years. That might be worth a rewatch. Pee-wee just juggling puss. Lots of it. Yeah, everybody wants a piece the, of Pee-wee's pee The uh, the trapeze girl and the the weird girlfriend. The hot the yeah she, the hot chick from um, Hot Shots. Yes, that's the trapeze girl. Great guys, I couldn't fucking stand Pee-wee Herman ever. Uh, I don't know really what you're talking about. He's totally. actually going to be on the show next week. In person. It Who would show? be so great if we could get Paul Rubens to come on. I would be very into that. He's he's more beach area based, so he's going to go to your house, Jeff. <laughs> Wait yeah, second. you're going to have to host him. Is he going to be on the Ellis show? Is that what you mean? Oh, here. Take a seat. This is Cherry. <laughs> I have Mecca like a high Mecca Heine Ho. Yeah, I don't know. These these are things that are just going over my head. I have can we pass or is it too late? Did you already get in touch with this publicist? Mecca like a We've already sent the check. I'll lick your Heine hole. <laughs> Alright, better be coming out of my Patreon money. I'll lick your Heine hole. <laughs> I like that rephrasing of that. Um 
Man, it is so on brand that goofy ass Jeff, of course, didn't like Pee Wee. The man with a, a childhoodless childhood. I feel like it's pretty on brand that you guys are still referencing Pee Wee Herman, and <laughs> despite entering your 40s. We haven't, neither of us have entered our 40s yet. I said entering. I mean, uh, which one am I, should I test today? Uh, flavor. My flavor based answer would be the one on the right, the Jolly Rancher gummies. Ugh. Those would be my least favorite because it looks like that's some blue raspberry shit. The worst. Uh, grape, blue raspberry, watermelon, sour apple, and cherry. Oh, so you have multiple varieties. You don't like well, blue I raspberry. Mean, no, they are blue raspberry. Things that are pictured on the packaging. Blue raspberry is the worst candy flavor other than lemon. Both wow. of them can go jump off a cliff. I would wow. say licorice would be the worst candy flavor. Black licorice, like actual, not, we're not talking like red vines or Twizzlers licorice. We're talking straight up black licorice. My father likes black licorice. I fucking hate it. It's so gross. Uh, okay. You kind of threw me off there. What about freeze pops? Like, you didn't like the blue raspberry freeze pops? You put them down at the bottom of your power rankings, Kevin? Yeah, pretty much. They're wow. very sandy. Strong disagreement. He probably ate the green ones before he ate the blue ones. Green freeze pops were awesome. I love the greens. Blue is, my, I think, my favorite. Actually, watermelon would probably be my favorite if they had those. I think they did. But I like blue, I like blue raspberry, pretty much everything. Blue, blue raspberry Kool-Aid became like a hard-to-find flavor yeah, at the end good. of my Kool-Aid days. Nobody wants it. Except for your non-peewee watching ass. I mean, do you are you trying to make fun of me? Is that I don't I don't get. I don't know. It. You're serving it up. You're making it easy for us today. <laughs> can we, really? can I, we stick to the this, task at hand, fellas? This isn't sticking. Eat them all, you can, yeah, you <laughs> should take one of each. Actually, that would be pretty. But then, how will hardcore. I know which one is working or not working? God forbid they all work. I, I my personal vote is the the trolley. Apple gummies. The apple I, like, I love apple. You were always on the side with him. You two bitch tits. Just grouping up together. How many uh, of those so there are you these? Oh, boy. What happened? There's only four of them. How many milligrams are in the package? Six hundred. What? <laughs> it's a hundred. It's a hundred and fifty per. Well, I mean, you asked. You asked. You didn't give us any further. Each ring is a hundred and fifty milligrams. Well, I just can't believe map. that. I just can't believe that. Maybe take like a small bite of one of the hoops. Because damn it, so Shuddy, we need you for. One of the hoops for... is broken. Is kind of. So we're gonna. I can take the white half or the green half. We're going to take the half, the third that was broken off. It's uh, a good strategy. Should yeah. I have the peppercorns on hand? Yeah, because if you get too stoned to speak words, and you just sit there smiling and squinting at us. It's not exactly the greatest podcast content in the world. 
They're delicious. They taste much better than the sour worms did. Still beady. Well, that's good. But very delicious. I'm going to go get the peppercorns. Get this show on the fucking road. Get it started, Kevin. Start it up. Look at this fucking guy barking orders. You muted on my end. Who is? Maybe I just lost my AirPod uh, connectivity. Hold on, let me do it again. Jesus Christ. Hear me. Need to get you a fucking Blue Yeti or something. I don't know what the Blue Yeti does. It's the microphone that Dom and I use. Well, at least you can hear us again. Do I sound like shit? No, you're fine. You sound like you always do. Thanks, Shuddy. I appreciate that. It's going to be a takeaway today, guys. I have a lot to talk about. Eh, not really, but I have a feeling I'm going to... I have to actually give you shit, Kevin, about something. One of your takes is more what I'm focused on today. So he has a take on your take. Yeah. I'm triggered about you're triggered. <laughs> Are you ready to go? Do you have all the buttons queued up? Good evening, mad scientist. Shut up, little mama. From Los Angeles, California, the mad scientist party hour. First characters they introduced, they did like a heads up pairing of, you know, this Asian cowboy like an asian hillbilly and i was like oh they're digging deep for this fucking episode and then he gets fucking booted right away (laughs) oh i i couldn't stand that motherfucker i was hoping we weren't gonna have to listen to that mother that motherfucker yeehaw or whatever the hell he was doing for the whole season i was immediately immediately rooting against this guy and his dish was terrible he went with the seared ahi tuna with cauliflower, turmeric puree, and wok seared veggies. I've personally, I've banned tuna fish. I'll eat it. I'll eat it with like uh, with like sushi uh, or sushi dishes. Whatever. Yeah, when you say but tuna like, fish, I'm uh, you tuna fish. You either get out of a can or at Subway. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I, granted, but unfortunately for ahi tuna. They've been bucketed in that. And if you lead off with me, with <laughs> oh I, uh, ahi tuna, I'm just, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking selling all my stock. Oh my Walk God. veggies. Get the veggies. Fuck out of here. Cauliflower. Cauliflower is a fucking sham. I, every time I see cauliflower, I Trader Joe's. I want to throw it in the garbage or light it on fire. I hate cauliflower. I hate that Whole Foods offers a cauliflower crust version of their pizza. I, <laughs> cauliflower is bitch. Buffalo cauliflower bombs, fucking whack. I hate cauliflower, and it's like so what? Do some, you hate broccoli this much? Broccoli's fucking gay too. I, I don't <laughs> like it. the seared wok veggies. I was, I hated this, and I forgot to mention this. We were talking about it uh, in like the loading screen, not even like when we started recording. But I have a scale a grading scale that I'm using zero to 10. It's my food dick chub meter. Uh, this one <laughs> clocked in at a 0. 0.6 food chub. 
So it did not do well on on the dragon's grading scale here. Again, it goes from zero to ten. What's what's so, this called again? What's would your, your grade have been different if they had loved it? No, 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 no. You have. I was lost, and and I could see, I could see which dishes are gonna suck. I was completely out on fucking ahi tuna. I can't stand tuna, and it's it's the food. It's a food dick chub scale. <laughs> But I will be giving my scores <laughs> from zero to ten food chub. So this one, this is the there was ten dishes showcased in the episode one. This one was a seared ahi tuna, and I give it a point uh zero point six food chub. 